All right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the podcast and welcome to the channel. We are here on September 11th, 2022. I am your host, Shahir Henderson, with the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast and the Purple Pill Perspective here on YouTube. I have with me my cousin, Andre Burke. He is here to share his story his remembrance of this day with us today on September 22nd to excuse me, September 11th, 2022. So getting right into it, Dre, um, start us from the beginning, from what you remember about that day, from what you remember about that day, how did your day start? You didn't go to work yet. How did that day start? for you? Okay. Well, first, um, I started my career um, with Morgan Stanley. Mm-hmm. Morgan Stanley is located in two World Trade Center. Okay. So my first job out of college was with um, Morgan Stanley. Morgan mm-hmm. Stanley was located on the 71st floor of mm-hmm. two World Trade Center. So I was there from 97 to 99. Okay. In 99, I left and I went to uh, the Bank of New York. The Bank of New York is located right across the street from the Trade Center. Okay. So when I, not a lot, when a 9-11 happened, I wasn't in that building anymore. I was across the street at the Bank of New York. Okay. Okay. So you're, you're, you're in the Bank of New York. So... That's like right across the street from when you say right across the street from the Twin Towers. Exactly across the street from, from the, uh, the Twin Towers is uh, the Bank of New York. So when um, that morning, I, I recall it was uh, a Tuesday morning. Right. Um, I might have got to work around. I lived in Jersey, so I used to jump. I used to take the path. I used to take the path to the World Trade Center. Uh, World Trade Center. Uh, will take me to uh, the bank in New York. Um, So I might have got to work around maybe 7.30, that that morning. That morning was, uh, it was like any other day. Um, It was a nice day. I remember that. Um, And it was just like any other day. Uh, Nothing nothing out of the ordinary no there was no warning signs of you know anything there was no delays uh with uh right. with the transit um so like i said i got to work around 7 30 7 45 uh so i was at my desk so inside uh the bank of new york if you look out the window okay you can see both towers okay so that's how uh, close and clear uh, I was of the, uh, the towers. Right. I was on, I believe I was on the, in the Bank of New York, I was on like the fifth floor. The fifth floor, okay. The fifth floor. So I remember I got to work that day, so I was there at work. Also, um, my boss was there. Okay. He was the only two there that morning. So, so um, we just heard a big like booming, booming, uh, booming sound. Hmm. Um, he was the first one to go to the window. Okay. 
So he went to the window. Then he was the one who told me he couldn't believe what he saw. He was the one who told me. So I ran, ran and went to the window. When I looked and uh, ran and went to the window, that's when I saw the, the hole in the building. Okay. And you can see the hole in the building, and you can see the smoke coming from the building. Okay. At, at, at this moment, what do you think happened at this moment? At this moment, what do you think happened? We both thought at that time, we thought that it was maybe it was an accident, maybe a, a helicopter, because, I mean, that area was known for hel- helicopters to uh, fly, fly above. You see helicopters, right. you know, many, many helicopters throughout the day in that area. So we thought might, it might have been a helicopter. No, no one thought that it had to be any type of, uh, um, you know, terrorist type of activity. So we thought it was maybe a helicopter or, or, or a plane or something like that. That's what we thought initially. So, Okay, so once you see the hole in the building, you're trying to figure out what's happening. You're standing at the window. I'm sure by this time you're like, holy smokes, you know, and it, and you're frantic. What What do you, okay, what, did you just go sit back down and say, we, maybe it's a helicopter, I'll uh, just go sit back down? No, we just, we started, we just started making our way out to outside. Okay. So we, we, we you know, we, we grab our things, we, you know, we get on the uh, elevator. By that time, we be, you know, we go, we get on the elevator, make our way downstairs, then make our way outside. By that time, everybody was exiting the building. Okay. So whoever was in the building that day, you know, everybody was pretty much uh, uh, at the lobby, downstairs mm-hmm. in the lobby. So we get downstairs in the lobby and we go closer to the World Trade Center. Okay. So we go close, closer to the center and we, you know, we go closer. Then we started to, you know, we just looking up. I mean, that's how close mm-hmm. we were. Wow! We were looking up at the at the at the building, um, like everybody else. Everybody that, that was on the ground was just mm, just, just looking up. What was to see? You know what was going on at, at, mm-hmm. at this time? You can start seeing like all the, I guess from the impact, um, all the confetti, like all the papers from the office, you know, was flying out of the, you know, out of the, you know, that area of the building. Right. So all type of debris, paper, uh, you see in smoke. Um, now you're starting to see, also you're starting to see, it was so high up, like the 71st floor. I remember when I was in the building and we used to look down from right. the 71st floor. Um, it's so far down. It's like, People, you you barely can see people on the ground. So when we were looking up, being that this happened, this hit above the seventy first floor. So this was a little higher, like maybe the eighties okay. and up. So it was okay. even, you you know that people, but you just can't see the detail. Mm. But that's how far up it is. You know this. You know this. You know this people, but you can't you can't make out. It's like you you can see you can see maybe you know it looks like a pretty much like a from the ground like maybe like a stick figure. Oh wow! So you really can't see it, you know the detail, just like a stick figure. Like you see the arms and the legs, you know, and pretty much that it, you know, so far up, you can't see the eyes, you can't see the nose, you know. Right. So we knew there was people, we just couldn't make out, you know, 
if it was, you know, who, who it was, or if it was a, a female, if it was white, or they were white, mm-hmm. if they were black, if they were, if they were male, or were females, and we just knew that there was people. And at this time, you know, people were, I guess they were, hang, whatever, which way I can guess they can get out of the, the, mm-hmm. the line of fire, you had people just hanging on the side of the building. You had people on the ledge. So, so from from the ground, you can actually see people up there on the ledge. Right, you can see wow. people on the ledge. Like I said, you can't see the detail of the people, but you know they were people. Right, they just look like a stick figure because it's so far so far up. But you know they're these were you know these were people. Like I said, you couldn't tell the you know they were white or they were black or they were male or female, but you knew they were people. But right. they were doing whatever they can do to get. I guess get as far as away from the fire as possible. And I guess because of the smoke, a lot of people were hanging out of the window. Right. You know, a lot of people hanging out of the window. You have some people who even made they made their way out on the ledge of the building. Um and that they and then you had people who were on the ledge or on the on the side of the building just holding on, just like just holding on for their life. So, so- um then so from there um like i said that from that incident that was the, that was the first plane that hit mm-hmm. okay okay so, okay. Uh, oh, okay take 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 me back a little bit okay at this moment we 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 know from the history that people are jumping from the building and you say they look like stick figures so are they coming to the ground or are they moving towards like building seven like to, to give people i'm going to put a picture up here so see people can see the area you'll see i'm gonna share the link with you you'll see the picture i'm showing so people can understand what we're talking about because without knowing new york city as well as we do um people wouldn't know what i'm talking about so building seven is also close to the twin towers so are they falling in the building seven area or are they falling right in front of of where you're at on are they on Canal Street or are they on uh Okay, so okay, so you have the two towers. Yeah. Where we looking at, I'm not looking at building seven. You have tower one and two. Okay. Okay, so that's where we're looking at. Right. The other tower, the other buildings are, you know, a, a little ways away from them. Okay. So where we standing at, we're looking at tower one and we're looking at tower two. Okay. That's what we're looking at directly. We right across the street looking directly up. So when these people are coming down, but you know, when they started to come, when they started to come down, they're not dropping in front of where we're standing. There's okay. buildings, there's buildings in front of their building. So when these people okay. are coming, when people when these people coming down, these people are hitting the ground. We don't see that. They, they, that's, we, when they hit the ground, they hit the ground behind the building that we're standing in front of. Wow. So that, does that make sense? Yes. yes. So you have the two towers, then you have you have buildings that's in front of us. So when they're coming down, we see them coming down, but by the time they hit the ground, they're hitting the ground behind the building that we're standing in front of. Wow. So we so never, that, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. And so at this, at this moment, you know something is really, really not right. Right. Really not right. So go from there, 
go go on to okay, what is happening? Are you moving around? Is are they trying to evacuate people from the area, or or y'all still just standing in awe, trying to find out what is going on? At this time, we still standing there. Mm-hmm. We still standing there. We watching everything. We watching the people. I guess people the more people were really standing there because they were they were more in shocked of what was happening. They couldn't believe that these people, some these people, they're not just hanging now. They these people just started to just jump. It got to the point where they I guess people got so desperate because like I said, they were hanging on the side of the building mm-hmm. waiting for I guess somebody to, you know, uh fire department, somebody to save them or whatever, but they hanging on the side of the building, but they outside of the building. So they get you got okay. one foot, okay. you got one foot inside the building on a ledge, and then you got one foot outside of the building. So you won't burn to death. Right. So it got to the point where I guess the flames got to the point. You can imagine, like, you know, when, when those planes hit with the fire, the jet fuel. Mm-hmm. The, you can imagine how hot it was. So yeah. I guess, you know, it got to the point where these people say, either I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna burn or die like this. Right. Yes. Or I can just jump. So yeah. like you got to the point where people start. I think I think some people started jumping, and I but I think a lot of people were just being blown off a building. Right. Because well, we have because the windows now. Now the windows are the windows are open. People mm-hmm. exposed. You got you got fire. You got debris. You got the wind. Because the papers are flying like all over the place. So these papers are flying, and I guess everything in the building is just just coming out. So. I think a lot of people were being blown out as well. Wow. So at this point, we we are just in shock. People, you can just hit you hear people uh saying, Oh my God, these people, these people are jumping, or whatever. You know, they was like, these people are jumping. So at this point, we're still in shock of what's going on right. with, with the people. Right. So it didn't get chaotic. It got chaotic, but it didn't get chaotic until the second plane hit. Okay, right before the second plane hit. Right. I was still looking up. Can you hear the second plane coming? No. No. That's you how it, that's that's how it got chaotic. Because nobody okay, so, you so, can't see it coming and you can't hear it coming. Because when it came, it hit from we white we looking up, but it hit when it hit, it hit. The back side of the building, the side okay, we okay, okay. So we can we we couldn't hear it, we couldn't see it. We just we just um um we heard the impact and then we saw the big fireball. Mm. But the fireball, I re- this one thing I remember when it hit, the heat was so intense. You could feel the heat. I felt the heat from the ground. Wow. Right from where I was standing, I felt the heat from where I was standing. That's how yeah. hot it was when it, when it, when the second plane hit. Now we have to understand these buildings are 111, like 110 right. stories. They are over 100 stories. These buildings, right? So that's we have to we have to understand if that impact and the heat was enough for you to feel it on the ground. We have to now understand why people who were exactly. in direct contact with that heat right. were doing what they were doing. And that's one thing I said to myself. I was like, the heat. I was like, I just, I, I'm just hoping that, you know, this, I, it just felt like radi- radiation or something like that. 
Wow. That's how hot it was. So you can imagine, like I said, it, the, the plane hit 80-something, 70, uh, 80-90-something stories, but I'm on the ground. And from the impact, I felt the heat. So that's mm-hmm. when, after that second plane hit, and you saw the big fireball, that's when things got chaotic. That's when everybody okay. just started. People that were watching, looking up, everybody just just got to survive. Just run, do what you can do. I had, but I think I had my briefcase with me. I think I had lunch with me. I mean, the hell with the briefcase, hell with the lunch. I just, I let everything go. Ladies, they, you know, they, they jumping out of their heels. I remember I was trying to wow. start running and there was a lady that who tripped in front of me. I had to try to, you know, help, help her up. Once I helped her up, you know, everybody just started running. I do remember the, you know, the, the sewer. Yes. The plate. Yes. From the impact from the, from the plane from the, the, when the same second, second plane hit from the impact of the plane, it popped up the sewer. So the, wow. Right. So the circle in, in the street. That popped up out of the street. Wow. I, remember, I, I do remember that. So the sewer, so, the sewer plate in your area, the sewer plate that was in the street right next to me popped up from the impact. Man, so well, we, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because well, what well, well, you know, again, people who don't know New York City, they don't know that those the buildings are connected underground. So that impact when it hits, it drives down to the ground and things underground which are shaken because the buildings are underground, which is where the World Trade Center is at. I'm also showing pictures of that right now, too, so people understand what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Right underground is where the train that they stationed is at, so down there, if that popped up, that means some disruption also happened underground as well. So, oh, so with it, with that, when that smoke plate popped up, like you said, women are coming out of the hills. I'm sure men are trying to help them up. Um, people are still scattering. Are you still in front of the buildings or are you, are you making your way away from them? No, everybody's running. Okay. At this time, at this time you don't know. You just, you're just trying to, at this time you, you was like, I'm thinking who's trying to kill us. I knew at that time I, we knew, I thought it was a war, maybe, you know, right. some type of world war, war, some stuff like that. So I just started, everybody just started you know, running, trying to save themselves, trying to get out of, trying to get out of that area. That's what we, everybody was trying to do. Nobody at that point, nobody was standing looking up. Everybody was just scattering. So you're running and you're trying to get out of the way, and everybody's trying to get out of each other's way, and everybody's running to it, in, into each other. And uh, all you can do is just, you know, just, you know, survival. That's what he was thinking: survival, survival mode. Let's get the hell out of here, and or am I gonna get the hell out of here? I'm gonna die here. So. Right. So where did you run to? Did you run did you run towards the path station or did you run towards the uh the Brooklyn Bridge? I just started running and and uh I remember at the time I was a smoker. Okay. So that's one thing uh I had to quit after that because I think I ran I not I didn't even run a damn block and I was like wow. I was out of breath. Couldn't even wow. run anymore. I was like, oh shit, I gotta stop smoking. I mean, smoking. I was like, at one block, running one block, I was out of breath. Man. So I, I, um, you know, I ran some, I mm-hmm. walked some, but I just kept going. I just kept going and I kept following. I just followed the people. I just followed people. Okay. All the crowd. 
where people were going and followed them. And we, uh, we made our way to the, uh, it took us to the Brooklyn Bridge. Okay. At so this point, yeah. at this point, um, there was people, um, police officers, stuff like that. Make telling us to go to the bridge, go across, go over to, go across the bridge into Brooklyn. Okay. So you, before, once that happened and before we get to the point where building one fell first, I believe. Right. Before that even happened, you were in Brooklyn or close. When the bus fell, I mean, sorry, when the towel, when the first towel, when the first towel fell, I mm. was on the bus. Okay. So you already all out of the I, I was out of there. there when the first, right. when the first, I think what happened with a lot of people, the reason why, you know, a lot of people got caught up in this situation because mm-hmm. they wanted, you know, some people just want to be bite and it's in bystanders. People want to be, see, they want to see what's going on. They, some people want to even be nosy. So nobody knew those buildings was going to fall, but people who stood around that area when a building fell, where are you, you going to go? It's too late at that point. Yes. Yes. So I was always the type of person, the type of kid. I'm out of there. Right. I'm not waiting around. I'm not going to be, you know, to see what's going to happen. Yeah, I stood there when it first happened because nobody knew what was going on. But after that second plane hit, I was I got I got as far away from that area as possible. Okay. Wow. Yeah. See, see that, like you're saying, most people. There were lots of people when you look at the when you look at the videos, and you look at the, the pictures and different things of that nature, once that first building fell, it's almost like the people who were standing around knew things were getting really crazy now. And like you mentioned, when them, when that building fell, that smoke covered for blocks and yeah. blocks on end. You know, so um, to like a general area, I believe is like, what, 10, 12 blocks? It, it, that smoke covered? It, it, it covered pretty much the whole downtown. You know, that area, the whole downtown area, it, it was pretty much, uh, you know, filled with smoke, debris. Uh, that's, a, that's, a large, that's a large area, you know. So, like I said, when that, you know, I got on the bus, I mean, I didn't even know, actually, when I got to Brooklyn, because I'm from Jersey. Right. So, um, actually, on my way, walking across the bridge, um, a friend of mine that lives in Brooklyn, Mm-hmm. She was like, you know, I'm watching TV. I, I, I'm seeing what's going on. She's like, where, where are you? I told her I, I was on a bridge or whatever. She was like, okay, well, walk across the bridge. When you get across the bridge, I want you to jump on this bus. So she told me what bus to get on. Okay. So I got on the bus. She said, when you get off the bus, I'll be there to, to, to pick you up. So when I got yeah. off the bus, she was there. She picked me up. Um, that's when I went to her house. But okay. see, you, couldn't, you couldn't get out of the city. Everybody, everybody was locked down. So I had to stay in Brooklyn at her house until the next morning. And the next morning, that was when she uh, she drove me home. Okay, so everything now that that's taking place after you already left, you're seeing all of this from the news. Now, now basically, this is from the news now. You're no longer in the area, which is great. You got out the area. Unfortunately, a lot of other people were not, you know, fortunate enough to right. have the quick response that you had and others had right. with you to leave the area. Because right. we can just imagine 
most of those people who were affected with that ash who died years later. Right. Some people, some of those people died from cancer years later. Right. They were affected because they were in the general area and right. they were not, you know, I don't want to say smart enough. Like I was saying, um, I was uh, my first job was at World Trade Center number two. I was on the 71st floor, Morgan Stanley. Now, when a plane hit, mm-hmm. so a lot of my ex-employees were still working there. So when the plane hit, it didn't hit. It hit above where they were located. So they were able to get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, only person who didn't get out that I remember was it was one guy. He was a security officer. Uh, he was a, a security officer. And the reason yeah. why he didn't make it out is because he was trying to help other people out. Yes, I remember his story. I'll, I'll put a picture right here of that guy he's talking about so you guys can understand who he is. And so yeah. he was the only guy who didn't make it out from, from Morgan Stanley. But all the other employees of Morgan Stanley, um, by the time the, the building fell, they was able to walk, you know, walk out. Okay. They were able to um, walk down. They was, they was able to, you know, walk down 70, 71 flights and be out before anything happened. Okay. Andre was telling us about how the building he worked in was structured and giving us the details of a security officer. I actually remember seeing the security officer's story. Um, uh, quick, quick uh, little thing about the security officer. He actually went to the administrators of that building sometime in the 90s and explained to them, what would we do? If this building was ever hit by a plane and they excused them, they said that won't happen. We're not worried about that. I don't know if you knew that, Dre. Actually, no. <laughs> yeah. He he went to the administrators of that building because I, I watched his documentary. Oh, okay. And he said to them, what would we do if this building ever got hit by a plane? They excused them. We're not worried about that. You know, when we you know, basically on the, on the uh, cusp of we'll tackle that, we'll tackle that beast when it gets here. So he wanted, he was precautious about everything. So it was said in that documentary, I'll leave a link in the description of this video to that documentary so you guys can watch it. He, when it happened, September 11th happened, he was actually really upset because he had pre-warned them. And that's why he stayed in those buildings trying to help everybody that he could because he felt it was his destiny and it was his Thing that he needed to do to get as many people out as he could on that day. So that would just give you a little backstory about that officer you was talking about. Mm-hmm. Now, and I remember, I don't know if you, re- you remember, you might have been ye- younger, or maybe you do remember when they tried to take the building, you know, they tried to take the building down from the ground and the build of uh, the basement. In 93, yes. Right. In the okay, so you, rem- you, rem- you remember that. So, yes. I guess a lot of people was. Th- I mean, nobody ever, ever saw anybody take buildings down with planes before. So, you know, I guess they figured if they try to take the building down again, they might try to somehow try to take it down from the ground level. Nobody ever yeah. would hit it, you know, come to that. It will come to that point where they will fly planes into the building. But like I said, I started my career uh, in 97. And I remember when you go inside uh, two road trays, center okay at the lobby you get on it you you know you go through security um you show your id badge you go to the first set of elevators so the first set of elevators 
will take you to the 44th floor. Everybody, no matter what floor you worked on, you okay. had to go to the 44th floor, get off, go across the hall, and transfer to another set of elevators. Okay. For, for whatever reason they had it set up, it wasn't set up to go. You couldn't never go straight up to the 71st floor. You got to go to the 44th. Then you would have to transfer. I don't know if that had anything to do with. Uh, I was thinking that it had something to do with, um, I guess, uh, health reasons. You know, okay, to go all the way up. Maybe, I mean, it'll stop up the eardrums, or mm-hmm. I think somebody. I, I I can't recall. Somebody else said. I uh, heard somebody else said that the reason why they set it up that way was because they wanted to have more less elevators they want to have less elevators and more room to more space to rent out each floor so that's the reason why they set it up okay so okay. you had to go get on the elevator at the lobby take it up to the 44th floor go across jump on another set of elevators and those elevators will take you to your destination so the 44th floor elevator will take me to the 71st floor Okay, so that that elevator did it also go up to the uh, upper floors as well? Right, that that forty after after the forty floor, you it will take you where you want to go. You don't have to do any more transfer. It'll take you to whatever floor you need to go after the forty fourth floor. So that, that's very interesting. That's a very interesting detail that yeah. a lot of people probably didn't know that never been inside yeah. those buildings because some people who only heard the story probably thought the elevator shaft went from the top straight to the bottom. No, no, so no, no. Either, either building were operated that way. Both buildings, you have the transfer at the 44th floor. And then from the 44th floor, if you were at the very top of the building, the 44th floor would take you to the top. Okay. So you can so imagine, just- let's say, let's say you were on this, on the 71st floor when, you know, this happened. The right. elevators at this point, the elevators from the, from that floor down, the elevators are still functioning. But if you came down, you would have to, again, go down to the 44th, transfer, and then take the 44th to the, to the first floor to the lobby. Okay. So uh, ba- basically, like uh, with the staircase, did the staircase go straight down or did it stop on the 44th floor? No. The, the, the staircase okay. went straight down. Okay. Okay. I think I, I never, the only time I ever used a staircase was, okay, um, Okay, I was on a I was on a seventy first floor. The only time I had to use a staircase was when, uh, okay, so I worked on a seventy first floor. I worked in the uh, it was the accounting department. The whole seventy first floor, half of the floor was account was the accounting department. So uh, throughout the day, we 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 had we had deadlines we had to meet, and after we met our deadlines, we had to take our deadlines uh to the to the seventy second floor. Seventy okay. second floor was where management was. So we had a uh, management was and the portfolio manager was. So we had to take uh, after we um, at 12 o'clock, we had to take our work upstairs to the portfolio managers, which is on the 72nd floor. And they were approved, uh, approved. Uh, they, had to, they had to do a sign. They had to sign off on our on our work pretty much. Okay. So instead of me, you know, I don't, that's being to me, that's being lazy <laughs> one flight up. So I would just jump, go yeah. to the staircase, walk up, okay. one flight, walk up one flight. And then I will walk down. But that's the only time I will use the staircase. Yeah, for someone who's never been in those staircases and to get a vision of, because that's what the fire department and that security officer we talked about and these other people, they're using this now to try to get to their safety. How narrow is this staircase? Is it wide or is it extremely narrow? 
very narrow. So if I'm if I'm walking up the stairs, right. If you walking up, if I'm walking up the stairs and you're coming down the stairs, mm-hmm. we can't walk. If I'm walking up the stairs and you coming down, you would have to turn sideways. Okay. Pass me. If we're right. both walking straight, we won't. That's how narrow it was. So it was only big enough. The staircase pretty much was only big enough for really mm-hmm. one person. Wow. So you can imagine when they were coming, when they the firefighter was going up and people were trying to make their way down, it was difficult. I can imagine it was yeah. very difficult, especially when the firefighters, they got all their gear with them. Um, it was tight. Yes. So I'm pretty sure like, and, and see, that's, that's another thing, like, you know, as we're giving people a visual of that, people trying to get up to the upper floors to rescue people, it took them a long time. Like, as you're mentioning, so you can imagine, right, at this point, how many people worked on that, on that 77th floor from you, what you can remember? Seven? Wow, when I, when, I, when I graduated, they hired, uh, wow, they hired, they hired like 30 of us at one time. Okay. And that was just for my area, okay? My area was just a, was like a, a corner of the 71st floor. So mm-hmm. you, had, you had the south side, the north side, east side, and west side, so... I'm in just I'm in just one area, so if my area if my areas you know, and, and my group let me say my group was, it might have been about maybe fifteen of us, so okay. you have four different groups there, so that's about sixty about sixty yeah. accountants that's on one side and then on the other side, you had another group of accountants which is about the same, you know, you have four different teams there. So you probably had a couple hundred people on that floor. Right. So we can, we can imagine because when they hit on the upper floors, that, that upper area from 44 on up is basically, is basically destroyed. So those people who, when the second building got hit, are possibly, some of them are possibly running down the staircase at this moment. Right. At the same moment, we now have firefighters, Going up. So at any general moment, you probably have 50 to 40 people trying to make it downstairs while you got probably about 10 to 15 trying to make it upstairs. And now we understand how difficult it could have possibly been to rescue people. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure people for years have asked, how were they not able to get to these people? How were they not able to, you know, get everyone? Well, you got to understand that if everybody is OK, everybody is panicking at this point. Everybody is panicking, right? right? Everybody is rushing toward the staircase because at this point, even though, even though, like I said, the when the planes hit, they hit above the area where I used to work, the seventy-first floor. Okay, they still shut down everything. Everybody had to take a staircase. All the elevators are shut down at this point. So now you got everybody rushing toward the staircase from each floor. Okay. So now, now when you get when you get to your floor to get to the staircase. It's kind of like a waiting. You got to wait until everybody. It's like a wait. You, you can't move. And not just that. You got people. We also had a lot of people in that who worked in that building who they were wheelchair bound, so they had to be carried. They had to be carried down. So that take that takes even longer for them to get down as well. So the stair the stairs are there, but it's moving very. It's like you you're moving really slow because everybody is trying to get down. And then, like I said, every floor, 
is is going for everybody's going for it's only it's only one staircase. Every floor is going for the same staircase. Right, right. So you you could be in a, you could be in a staircase and not even be moving. You might just be standing there, just waiting for everybody to Wait. go down. You waited. Wow. Pretty much, so. so we can just like I said, we can just put that into a visual perspective because I'm pretty sure like when you got off work, there were probably people waiting at the elevator, and if some of it happened with them elevators, we can imagine like you're saying. Hundreds of people standing at the at the door of the staircase. Yeah, everybody had else to go. Everybody had to use the staircase, even though the planes didn't hit the, that area, the forty fourth floor area. But they, when they shut down the elevators, they shut down the elevators for the whole building. Even though the elevators hit above those those floors, it hit it hit the higher floors. They still shut down. Every floor shut down. So everybody who made their way out of those buildings that day, everybody had to walk down. Right, everybody. From the seventy, from the seventy seventh up, you had to had walk seventy seven floors down. You had to walk, and and these are not these are like uh, they like you go straight down, then you go straight, then block like this, straight right. straight down. Yeah, they're not like straight then cut. No, you got it. You you it's like a circle, like you know, you're going down like that. Okay, okay, okay. So, with the understanding of the buildings, okay, you're in Brooklyn. Uh, safely, like and as I mentioned, unfortunately, a lot of other people were not able to make it to safety. <clears throat> so you're in Brooklyn right now. What is, what is going through your body right now? Are you shaking? Or are you having a moment to yourself? Are you on the verge of breaking down? What what is going on with you right now while you're in Brooklyn? Chain smoking. <laughs> Chain smoking, you know. I mean, I, I was once I got there, I, I just sat on her. I was sat on. I sat on side outside on her porch, me and her, and mm-hmm. we just we were just talking about what happened. Like we just couldn't believe what was going on. Um, it was just sad. It was just it was quiet. It was just you know we just sat in silence. You know, just right. sat in silence pretty much. So, so you so you guys didn't know when both buildings fell. You were outside. The, the way I the way I found out the building, being that I was on a bus, mm-hmm. the building fell. She called me because I at, at the time I had my phone, my cell phone with me. She called me and told me. Yeah. She said, "Did you you know the building fell?" Right? I said, "Oh, it did fall." She was like, "Yes, the building just fell." So that's how I found out. She called me and told me the building fell because she's watch. She's at home watching. Okay. And then the, when both buildings fell, she was at home watching both of them. Well, she was on her way to come, come. I guess when the first one fell, she was home. Okay. And then she, you know, she had to come, uh, come pick me up when my when I got to the, my destination. So, uh, you know, somehow, you know, either I don't know if she was in her house when the second one fell, or she was on her way in the car or whatever. But she was the one who called me and told me that these the buildings fell. Okay. <clears throat> Being up there at the time, I, I've, I've told my story not to a lot of people. Um. At that morning, I was waking up <clears throat> by our uh, my aunt, your cousin. You was high. You was in high school back then. No, I was. I was when that happened. I was two thousand and two thousand and one. I was twenty three. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, I was twenty three. I was okay. sleeping when this happened, and I was waking up by, I would say, my aunt, your cousin, uh, Nay. Okay. She woke me up and she said. Uh, Shahid, something's going on with the Twin Towers. So when I got up and looked outside, I, I saw the building because, you know, from, from uh, Jan's house, 
You can see the building. Yeah. You never knew that? I never noticed that. Yeah. You couldn't see them, but you could see the general area. Okay, I see. So I stepped out on the porch and I'm looking in the general area and I don't see nothing but smoke. Okay. So at that moment, I'm looking around like, you know, what the heck is going on? And they said that there were not any fighter jets in the area at the time. Right. But Dre, I heard a fighter jet Mm -hmm. fly overhead. I looked at it and I'm like, are we at war? Mm -hmm. Someone was the same thing you said. I said, no, that can't be it. So I went on, I went on back to sleep. Mm -hmm. You see, because I I didn't know what was going on. Nay and uh, and her husband, Mike was still outside. And I went back in the house because I'm not knowing what's going on. You know, I'm just, you know, like, man, I had to work last night. Don't go back to sleep. When I woke up to go to work, Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I got to work that uh, it wasn't until I got to work that I knew the buildings had fell and I knew everything was shut down and the trains wasn't working, the buses wasn't working. And then um, I forgot somewhere, somewhere throughout, throughout that morning, throughout that day, that's when somebody came to me and said, you know, Andre worked in those buildings. I said, what? Did they get in contact with him? You know, Mm-hmm. And it was like they did get in contact with you, and they said you were on the bridge. So I'm oh, guessing okay. when, when uh, your mom and them and Liz and they got in contact with you, you were already on the bridge, right? I, and they did call. They did call me. Okay. Right. Okay. I, I I remember they did call. I just don't remember where I was where I was at in the process. But yeah, I did call them. They did call me, and I told them that I was on my way to okay. Brooklyn. And uh, when I get to Brooklyn, I'll, you know, I will call them back. So that is that's accurate. Okay. Okay. All right. So this day, this day, the rest of the day, what is the rest of the day like for you from, from the rest of the day till night? What is it like? Are you, you still chain smoking? Are you still I probably smoke? I probably smoke a pack. <laughs> I smoked a lot. I smoked a lot that night. Wow. But uh, I mean, the rest of the day was just, Trying to figure out how to get how I was going to get out of there. Uh, I guess what what else was going through my mind that day? Um, I was trying to figure. I was just figuring out like what 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 took place. You know, I took. I was going to my my mind was you know I almost I almost I could almost die. You know, yeah. because when those plane when that second plane hit, we are right there. If something fell from a plane and hit and and the debris, we could. A lot of people who who. Who passed away? Passed also passed away from the, the debris falling from the building. So when that's if that plane hit in front of the buildings, I might not be sitting here today. But when it hit, it hit in the back of the building. Okay, yeah. so like I said, when it hit, I told you I felt the heat. That's how hot it was on a you know from the ground. But um, I definitely I was thinking you know I escaped. I definitely escaped death. I know that for, yeah. for for sure. And I remember my sister telling me, I remember my sister Shonda telling me she was like Dre, it was just wasn't your it wasn't your time. That's what she told Thank me. God. I remember that. She said, Dre, it wasn't it wasn't your time. So um uh another thing that was going through my mind was, you know, my job. You know, that my job was was across the street. So when the build when the buildings fell, the buildings fell. On my building too, right. So I'm thinking, you know, you know, I, you know, I just started this job. 
you know, um, I was thinking about that, you know, as far as work is concerned, but the way they have it set up, but these, these corporations, they have it set up, they have, uh, everybody have to have, it was called a backup site. Just okay. in case, it's like, they call it disaster recovery site. So just okay. in case something happened, any type of disaster recovery, you have a second location you can go to and work. So our disaster recovery was all, we had to go all the way up to, uh, that was uh, upstate New York. Okay. So we, it was like a, from my house, um, it was like a two-hour drive. Wow. So I used to drive from Jersey. I had to go all the way upstate New York. So we were there for, well, we were, we were up there for probably like about two months. Okay. But at this point, you know Ground Zero is still, yes. it's still everything is still cut off. Yes. So what we did was uh, when we came back down, they had to move every. They moved everybody inside. Um, uh, on Wall Street, there's a bank in New York. Okay. They made room on on a Wall Street area for us to go into. So when we left from upstate New York, we went to Wall Street. We was in a Wall Street uh, location for about maybe another two to three months, and then after that, by this time, they had opened up the. It wasn't open. It was. It was still it was still barricaded off, but you can you if you work a couple of blocks from the area, you can okay. you can locate go to the location. So Barclays, it was it was called 101 Barclays Street, which was across the street from the World Trade Center as well, but we were able to go into that location. Okay. <clears throat> so this the uh, you basically you're back you're back to work. Wednesday, you were Wednesday, Thursday, we or were, still? No, we were after that happened. We they make we stayed home for one week. Okay, because I guess they were trying to, even though they had this disaster re- recovery location, they were still trying to have set it up for us to come because they was like really, you know, they had to set it up where you know they had to have uh, certain PC, you know, uh, computers and stuff. For everybody, so right. that took about a week, and then after they set everything up, that's when we start you know we went up there but even though we were so far away i mean everything was paid for if you drove up there you got reimbursed for gas um they paid for you got lunch every day for free so you know um they pay for they pay for pretty much everything okay um let's let's fast forward a little bit okay well let's fast forward to 10 years 2011 um are you back in the building you was working at in the same general area or are you working when you working somewhere different 2011 i was with the bank in new york okay when this happened i was okay. with the bank in new york um this uh so this happened 2001 in 2004 mm-hmm. i i left the bank in new york okay so when i was with the bank in new york i was doing what's called it was it was called a, a fund accounting i was in the fund i was doing fund accounting i left there to uh, a hedge fund is called a hedge a hedge fund administrator. So okay. I wasn't doing uh, uh, um, mutual funds anymore. I was doing a hedge fund because the difference between a hedge fund and a mutual fund a mutual fund is for people like me and you. We can invest into mutual funds. Okay, but if you want to invest in, inside a hedge fund, you have to the minimum investment is one million dollars. So okay. these are for wealth. These are for wealthy, uh, wealthy investors. People. So I was doing accounting for. For a hedge fund, so I started working for a hedge fund firm. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. So, 2011, 
Um, everything is basically patched up and on the way to they're on the way to rebuilding. Did you go back? Did you ever visit? Go, go back to the area. I've been back there many a times. Actually, we are, we are working at now. We uh, my my headquarters is located downtown in a downtown area. Even though where I'm at now, I it's kind of like what I'm what I'm doing now is okay. Our headquarters is downtown uh, okay. um, Manhattan, but I'm not an office worker. So I don't go to the same location every day. I'm I'm, I'm I am I'm what you call a field worker. So when I go out, I go to different locations. So I might go to I might go to one bank and do an audit. So I might be at this one bank doing an audit for six weeks. Okay. That audit is done. I go to the next location. So I go to the next bank. So I, I go from bank to bank. I don't go to the I don't go to the office. So I'm a I'm a field worker. I work in the field. Excuse me. Okay. So you've seen the area. When you went back into that area, did those memories come back? Were you reintroduced with what happened that day? Or was it almost like, you know, some people say I have to redeem myself. They'll go back to an area in which they experienced something tragic to free themselves of the anxiety. Is this what was happening with you or were you not able to stand in that general area for long? You know what? My, I, I never, one thing about it, I never talked about, 9-11. My mother, I remember one time my mother asked me, she said, you know, she said, you never talk about it. She said, why you, you, you never said anything about 9-11. Okay. I don't know what my response was, but to tell you the truth, you're the first person who ever talked about, you wow. know, what happened in 9-11. Um, uh, so when I go back to that area, mm-hmm. my my whole thing is, of course, you you, you remember what happened, but you got to understand, I was there from, I was there from 97. I worked uh, downtown from 97 to 2004. And that's when, in 2004, I decided to, my next job took me to New Jersey. So my okay. next, the next company was in New Jersey. I wasn't in New York anymore. So when I do go back to that area, I think about what it used to look like. Like, okay. I, I think about the... I mean, we had, it was, you know, we, it was a nice area. I remember in the summertime, you know, during that time in the summertime world trade center, you know, for lunch, they would have, you know, all these famous bands, you know, wow. concerts, stuff like that at the world trade center. Mm-hmm. I, I remember that. Okay. You know, I remember, you know, you know, the, during lunchtime, we used to go, you know, inside the the lobby inside the World Trade Center were all different shopping centers and stuff like that. So that's what I remember. That's what I miss. When I go there now and I see, you know, the way they have it set up now. Okay. Kind of. I mean, it's foreign to me, but you know, I just remember what what it used to be when I when okay. I go there. Okay. And there's not much anxiety. There's not much stress. There's not much fight or flight. Because in, in, in certain situations like this, most people will still be jittery, you know, like I got to leave here. The, the memories are too much. So there's not much of that. I remember Aunt Rose tell, telling me, she was like, you never, she said, you never got therapy. She said, you never went to therapy for this. Right. It, if it messed me up, you know, from, you know, seeing those people come out of those buildings or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know how we are, you know, how men yeah. are, you know, we. Yeah. We, 
I guess it's a man thing. You know, we block everything off. It, right. it, could, it could be trauma there. You know, it could be trauma. It could be anxiety there. But, you know, we we we, we try to, you know. Try to block that and move on. Move, move on, on as much as much as, as much as possible. So exactly. will I go if I had to go back to that area, if I had a let's say I had another job job out of opportunity that took me back inside the yeah. inside those buildings, will I go back in those buildings? I was gonna ask oh, I was gonna no ask you me. that question next. Knowing me? Mm-hmm. I'm knowing me, I probably would. Okay. So I got that was actually one of the questions. I was going to get to asking you, would you ever work across the street from One World Trade Center, which is what it is now? Now is One World Trade Center. I was going to ask you, would you ever work right across the street from the new building again if you had the chance? Probably will. Okay. That's that's good to know because most people, once again, who've experienced that would never be able to go back to that area. They would never be able to be in that area again because of what took place. Um, did you go to the uh, the um, the events that they had last year on the 20th anniversary? Did you go there or no? You know what? I never been to any of. I know every year they do annual. They do an, those annual events. I never, never, never went to any of those. I, I mean, I was you know doing. I mean, every year I'm at you know I'm I'm at work anyway, so okay. I never is, went to visit or anything like that. I never I never went to the mu- museum museum or anything like that. You know. Never been. Have you ever been in, inside of One World Trade Center? I've been inside the world. I've been inside there. I've been in there okay. because uh, uh, a lot of uh, um, one of one of the um, companies that we uh, audit is inside that building. It's called uh, I forgot the name of the bank, but they're located inside that building. So I have I've definitely been in there a few times. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's good to know. Just being able to go back into that area. I, I, I was like, what you experience, like most people, like we're saying, most people won't be able to experience that and be okay in that area again. But as you just mentioned, when you spend 20 years just blocking it out, 20 years not talking about it, 20 years of putting it inside your subconscious it's easier to move and motivate in that area and still be in that area. Okay. Because you wasn't fighting a battle of reliving that situation from time to time. Am I correct? You know what I think it was in, in my case, mm-hmm. the reason, maybe the reason why it, it didn't affect me, like it affected like a lot of people was the fact that, okay, I was there, but before things got crazy, mm-hmm. I was out. Right. So I did. I did experience the seeing the people, you know, jump and stuff like that. But before those buildings fell, I made my way out of there. Now, let's say the buildings fell. I got caught up in it. You know, I was covered. Yeah. Like you can see a lot of people on TV that was covered and everything. Yeah. There's dust and the debris. I'm pretty sure I might, you know, my I might be a, a, a different person today. Yeah. The fact that that didn't happen by that time when that happened, I was out of there. So that might have a lot to do with my mental state right now. Okay, and then and then now we are the, when you got to Brooklyn and the chain smoking, that was that was definitely a reaction from what you just went through. So I know the body's jittery, you're nervous. You, know, yeah. you just brain. I wasn't I wasn't a chain smoker. <laughs> I wasn't a chain smoker. <laughs> that, that had, yeah, that, that definitely yeah, but uh, yeah, 
Yeah, but I I I I'm smoke free for about it's been like I stopped 2014. Still late, but at least okay. I stopped. <laughs> That's really good. It's really good. It's really good that you know you've reached the pinnacle where you're able to share this story, you know, and give the story in such detail and to relive that moment on this day, which is September 11th, right. you know, um, as we remember those who were lost and, you know, remember those who were affected by the losses. Right. Yeah. So it's to share this story, you know, and to give us your side and what you've seen and what you went through on that day and to say, if I had the chance, yes, I would work right across the street again is a great thing. And it shows you how we are strong when they try to make us weak because they believe that they weakened the people of America. And for you to say that, to go through it and say, I would still go right back there today and work shows that, you know, we are strong. You're strong because you actually were there. Most of us wasn't. And yeah. I appreciate you taking the time to give us your story and tell us everything that, you know, happened on that day. If, if there's something that you would want to share with me or the audience that you uh, would want people to know who've been through traumatic situations such as that, that you think would help somebody else in the future, if you want to share that or, or uh, what would you think you could say that could help someone else be as you are, go through it. And just be, you know, as calm and still live your life and be able to say you will go back. Well, what could you give to that person who's probably saying, how is he that strong? Everybody is different. You know, everybody, you know, reacts differently um, in any situation, especially a situation like that. What I can say is that time, you know, time heals. Mm-hmm. Anybody who goes to any type of, you know, uh, situation you know be it what happened on 9 11 or a relative or someone passing away time just take time time heals you know it might seem like it is never going to get better you know but in time it'll it'll definitely uh definitely get better definitely get better right right that's well said so as we come to a close guys i want to thank andre for taking the time again to give us his story here on September 11, 2022. 22 years ago, something happened that we and he and everyone who was affected that day and everyone who was affected across the world will always remember. So right now, I want to take a a quick moment of silence for those people who were lost on September 11, 2001. All right, guys. Well, once again, Dre, thank you for taking the time to share your story with me and anytime and then give give as much detail and as much understanding as you were able to give here today so guys again thank you for checking out the channel you've been listening to relationship stuff 101 podcast here on this sunday 2000 sunday september 11th 2022 i've been your host she here henderson 
I have with me special guest, Andre Burke. You guys have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your weekend. And we'll see you next time. Peace out.